Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host Sean Siriani, and we have an awesome episode for you today. My guest today is none other than Staten Island's own Eddie I. He's been on the show a few times before, and beyond having him on the show and almost like documenting his journey as a rising hip-hop artist... I just like to spend time with the guy, all right? (laughs) So this is an awesome episode. Fun one for me. Convo chemistry, always on point with my pal Eddie. And I think it's cool. um, We caught up with him two albums ago for his album Uploaded. Since then, he's released Delgado, working on some new stuff and making waves. Lots of eyes on him. He's also a battle rapper. He's been traveling the world. Was recently featured on Eminem station Shade 45 on Sirius XM. Spit a crazy freestyle. And I actually forgot to talk to him about that in this interview, which I was meaning to. We had a natural conversation and it flowed in so many different directions. And I think any aspiring artist can get a lot of inspiration out of Eddie. His success comes from not only having undeniable talented it factor... But he puts in a lot of work and always pushing himself, not only networking by traveling, doing battle raps, etc., etc. But you can tell uh, from the conversation we have, too, he really cares about the content from lyrics to beats to where he's evolving as an artist. I remember a common thing came up where uh, we talk about his album Uploaded. Which I don't even think he realizes how many people in Toronto love that album. Like, some of those tracks on that album are anthems to people. And uh, he he tells me he can't stand it because he wrote it at a different time a few years ago and uh, he's grown. And um, yeah, I've seen that pattern in lots of different musicians and different artists I've talked to. seem to say that like some people can get attached to like your early work even I think back to how this podcast started and I don't want to listen to the first handful of episodes you know it's like it'd be hella cringe to me but I do remember at the time posting those people really enjoyed it so I don't know I guess it's not a bad thing to feel that way because you're moving forward you're growing and shout outs to Eddie and all the crazy stuff he's doing right now. We talked a little bit about it. We couldn't talk about everything. Uh, he's got some other amazing projects in the work. And um, yeah, you'll just have to follow Eddie on all his social media to see when that pops up. Because it's going to be nonstop awesome content from the music to some battle raps, traveling, etc, etc. And beyond this episode, if you want to see more of Eddie or links to anything we talked about on this episode, I want to let you know that each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. And you'll see a picture of Eddie in the studio. And like I said, links to anything we talk about. I'm going to throw up some of his music videos, some battle raps, and all that good shit. Also, if you're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcast listening apps, please give this a like, a follow, a comment, whatever. Um, I don't really push that a lot, but um, it seems to be important to uh, 
some people. Some people give a fuck a lot about analytics and the show's moving in awesome ways and there's certain eyes on it and um I'm excited to see where it goes as the year unfolds. And once again, I want to thank you for rocking with me into the new year. It's going to be a good one. This whole month, we're throwing nothing but heat at you. You'll be getting at least one or two episodes a week. And I'm not going to talk too much about that. Just in the next few months, I think you're going to be surprised with some of the guests I have on here. Again, thanks for listening. And that's all I got to say for an intro. Any questions, comments, concerns, follow The Creative Imbalance on Instagram or the Facebook page or my personal Twitter, Sean Siriani, and I'll reply to each and every one of you. And let me know if you're a new subscriber and I'll give you a shout out in the intro, all right? But without further ado, here's Eddie I coming at you right now! Earth Radio in session. But Eddie, welcome back, my most frequent guest. <laughs> Lots of people they they keep bugging me. Uh, like, let's do another episode. I'm like, oh, I already got you. But uh, there's something about you and Joe Cash where like I just <laughs> I like telling your story. I like. I don't know. Lots of exciting times, and it's been cool to kind of see your growth from when I met you a few years ago in a little bar. This guy came in, wrapped his ass off, killed Pepe, our good friend Pepe. <laughs> that's that's at, my boy. Yeah, he's my boy too. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you you busted out uh, a fidget spinner and everything, and I was just like, "Holy fuck, this guy's like different." Because I find like a lot of people in that scene, they just kind of act the same or rap the same, almost like clones and stuff yeah. like that. And was that like an intentional thing? I'm Not, just going to come out here and be me and shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, it wasn't like a conscious decision. I was just like, "Hey, I don't know. Let's just have fun," you know. Like I, that's that's what I wanted to do it for. You know, I wanted to go in have as much fun as possible and not worry about the politics of it. So I just went in and it was just, it was fun. It was fun. I got to have the fidget spinner going <laughs> and it distracted the hell out of him. Yeah. Yeah. But yo, he got so good after that. Mm-hmm. Yo, he just, he just was like, that's not happening again. And I was like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. He said that they to me up. too. He's like, yeah, yeah. And now he's, he's killing people. No, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. And I think what is amazing too, it's like to kind of go back in time or whatever. Um, I remember that scene got finally got exposed to your music, which you've done originally, but um, I don't know. Battle rap kind of has this stigma of people in that scene not being yeah. able to make music, Battlers can't make and music. people are like, "Oh my god, this battle rapper has amazing tunes!" And you were like, "Well, I'm not a ba- <laughs> I'm a musician who sometimes yeah, battle raps." You know, jumped in, but like I, I've learned to kind of like appreciate it for what it is because one thing that i could say battle rap does is it gains a following very fast you can if you're doing what you got to do if you're killing it then you'll have people there anticipating whatever you're you got coming next you know and it's something i could definitely uh, i cannot hate on battle rap for it's just like ever since i started doing it no matter 
how much I like, you know, I was planning on leaving or just stepping away from it regardless. They still like it, it just kind of motivated, motivated me to do more of it because it was like, look at all these people who, who fuck with me now, you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. yeah. And so, like, you know, the music has benefited from that. And that was like the goal. That's the goal, you know? Yeah, definitely, too. And I think that's like the roots of that um, platform used to be like that. And yeah. then it kind of shifted where a lot of, pe- of those guys, they're not even making music. They just want yeah. to battle. Which I, know is people interesting. Who have, yeah. I know people who have never like rapped on beat before who just jumped in and was like, yo, I could do that. The whole battle rap thing. And then, you know, you, you, you want to learn more about them. You become a fan of them. Yo, man, where can I find your music? music yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> look at my other battles i guess i, don't know. I only insult people for sport <laughs> it just happens to rhyme <laughs> yeah and then um i've seen like a couple times those guys they'll get put on a track too but it's almost like oh, it man. doesn't really fit because they're like too i don't know their track. mind's in like attack mode yep. and they can't find like a groove or whatever don't know how to be like simplistic at the right moments or whatever. And that's, you know what, that that you say that it's like, it's kind of crazy. Cause that's one thing that battle rap helped me learn before I started really going super crazy in the music and trying to like put a lot of time, effort, money into it. I was making songs to other people's beats before I had my own production going on. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing mixtape after mixtape of just me rapping over beats. I, I didn't know how to form, you know, format a song. Didn't know how to do all that shit. But one thing I noticed is that I was always trying to, rippity rap through everything and it yeah, was just yeah. like everybody was like wow that's so cool but would you listen to it again <laughs> you know yeah yeah and so battle rap helped me understand that there's like a, a time for bars and then there's a time for music you know and it was like it helped me be super simplistic and like learn how to find my place in each and i just didn't have to worry so much about trying to prove myself through punchlines. if i wanted to go and bar out then you'd watch a battle of mine you know yeah yeah that's cool and you're getting like all these different perspectives and just like from the traveling and stuff it's it's cool like so many different lessons that uh you could never learn unless you took that path as well yeah and i think last time you were on the show you were about to release uploaded and I loved, like, we talked about this the other day, and you were saying you actually, like, kind of hate some of those tunes or can't go back and listen to it, which yeah. is so funny because, like, I know people who obsessively listen to your album, like, especially in that scene or whatever. But I wanted to ask you, is it just because, like, um, you're kind of growing, like, you wrote it at, like, a certain time in your life and, like, perspective changed and yeah like i mean as far as like the way i wrote that project it was supposed to be something that like while it did have a lot to do with my experiences my story i wanted to make and that's how i like to make my music in general i like i like to make it relatively general for people to listen to and it's like you're not listening to me tell my story you're listening to me talk about an experience that you might have been able to have too you know Mm -hmm. like i wanted everybody to listen to that so as far as like subject matter i wasn't too crazy you know i wasn't like you know, against it, but like listening to listening to it now and how the songs sound and like just everything that I was doing is cringe to me. Like, but it's so crazy hearing people who still like it, still fuck with it, and they like, like, yo, I love this song, and I'm like, wow, I hate that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I'm I'm glad that other people don't hate it because you know, whatever, I'll just hate it myself, and it's still cool. But like, it's just insane how like I was in love with these songs when I made them. And then now it's like, uh, yeah. Just, and you connected so many pe- people <laughs> with that, but, um, also funny, uh, similar perspective to, uh, 
there's a folk artist I had on here uh, named Katie Gata, and um, it was like a couple months ago I messaged her. I'm like, I'm like, I'm listening to your album. It was insane thing. It was just like her older one. Just I hate this. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, wait till you hear the new stuff, type of thing. Exactly. And yeah, and it's just yeah, you change, you grow. And shout out to Katie. She uh, mentioned over the holidays a very nice message saying that she's been listening to all of these episodes. So you are the best. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I don't think I got to touch base on you with this, Eddie, but you released the other album, uh, Delgado. Yeah. And um, I was actually listening to it on the way here because you mentioned the other day to me that your favorite song was uh, the Gemini one. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to just hear what that's all about, too. And it, it's cool because it is so much different than your uploaded one. And you can see, like, um, it's almost in a way like... Uh, progressive experimental you're yeah. singing more on it like yeah almost like what we were talking about less like attacking barring out and stuff like that yeah i feel yeah. like what, what i was doing in um with, with uploaded and was different with like delgado is that delgado i got to be a rapper you know i mm-hmm. got to i got to be the rapper i wanted to be you know whereas uploaded i was so focused on creating different experience experiences for different people and uh, <clears throat> to kind of prove to everyone that I could be versatile and make different types of songs. But it created a less cohesive project in that, you know. And so while I fucked with it and I, I you know, I still appreciate it for what it is. Delgado is more of a, like, it gives you more of an idea of what type of music I like and what type of music I want to make. And, you know, it's a little more of a consistent type of, hey, this is what we can expect from Eddie, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, Dear Gemini was one of the songs that stood out of there. Dude, I, I put no money or like anything into that song as far as promotion goes, and it started skyrocketing plays. It's almost at 100K on Spotify now. Oh, wow. Congrats on that. Yeah, thing. thank you. And it's it, it's just like, um, it was more so like I was surprised rather than like, you know, like just a, an, a brag about it. It was like more so like, how did this happen? You yeah. know, I put so much time into like all the songs and then you never know which one is the one that's going to resonate with everybody. Mm, you know, there's yeah, one yeah. That, that resonates with you, but then there's the one that like everybody fucks with and they're like, yeah, that's interesting too. I feel like th- it might be because you were like prior unconsciously putting in so much work. You're traveling to different cities, meeting new people, shaking hands, battling yeah. people are adding you on their social network and stuff. And then you could just, drop a share and then just everybody starts buzzing like you know it's 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 pretty cool and it's just like you've laid that groundwork so it's kind of cool like uh in that project it seemed like it just kind of you reaped from the rewards even if you didn't know like that was gonna happen yeah it was super like out of nowhere man and then speaking of like shares on like social media dude have you had experiences with people like i mean you're you're in the scene with battle rap and everything right mm-hmm. so have you ever been just tagged with 99 other people in a post all the time and then i start like i hit the untag yep and if i don't know the person you're getting unfriended yep. or blocked yep. like once in a while like uh one of like people like on the staff who we know or whatever will tag me in it and all i i do the polite untag on it because it's like, yeah. I can only do that so much. Yeah, yeah. But I also think about it, it's like, when somebody does that, it kind of repels you from wanting to even look at what they're sharing because it's like, this is not even a personalized thing. It's not like a... So I religiously do not tag people in things. Mm-hmm. Like, I just share things. If you stumble upon it, 
you do. I don't even tell people to share it. Yeah. And yeah. what I've noticed is like I've been getting such a crazy response of just sharing a link in my thing. People will, will see it, comment. They'll do every interaction in the book, and I didn't have to even like mention it. And yeah, I feel like you're not being annoying. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's one thing that if if I could even pass any sort of advice on to anybody is just focus on your product, what you're doing, and don't even worry about the whole the. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like everybody thinks the YouTube format of like, like, share, comment, subscribe, you know, is going to work, but it just feels like a factory, like setting way to tell people to interact yeah. with shit. It's like a default message. Like just put out good stuff and people will fuck with it, resonate with it and share it themselves. Man, that's so facts. <clears throat> I'm so happy you said that too. And even I get a lot of people like a uh, aspiring podcasters ask me, similar things and they're talking to me about algorithms or how can we monetize this it's like you didn't even like make one episode yet and that's where your mind like figure out like what the show's gonna be because like content rules over like you don't passionate about it you know i feel like if you if if one of the few things that come into your mind when you look into something is money you know monetary reward benefit like that it's i don't know i can't tell if your mind is in what you're trying to go for like i know people literally have told me this like yo i want to make music you know i want to make money yeah and i was like what like you don't i'd never rapped before i want to rap now you know like i see how you're doing it and i want to like i'm like whoa what what do you mean (laughs) yeah yeah. like what kind of asshole am i going to be i'm not going to tell them not to make music because fuck it you might fall in love with it you know but at the same time it's like who told you this is how that works yeah you know and their mind isn't like on the songwriting you know it's like elsewhere which yeah i don't know it's gonna it's gonna hurt whatever they're trying to do or just like you won't connect to people or be doing your best work and yeah it's insane i'm I'm glad you brought that up because i've been seeing that more often than ever and it's it's yeah, just crazy it's, it's weird it's it's clout man everybody just wants clout yeah <laughs> yeah that. or they they want the image of whatever craft it is whether they i see it in stand-up comedy i see it with like aspiring filmmakers or whatever they want to like have that image and they haven't even put in the work yet yeah it's it's weird but i, I mean i i like to see the good in everybody mm-hmm. you know, i hope that in that journey of them pursuing something that might not exactly be the most pure they fall in love with what they're involved with and then start you know seeing it for more what it is you know yeah, because yeah. i'm never going to be the type to turn away like the way I feel about music, everybody should be able to experience that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So it would be kind of like not like me to be like, okay, if this is what you're going to do it for, then no. yeah, for you know? sure. It's, I don't know. I guess it, maybe it worked for some people. Like, yeah. I guess like a lot of like mainstream music, it's like kind of calculated to, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I even heard like some dirty shit, like how they, uh, they can like trick your brain into thinking like a lazy songs, like something amazing or whatever. And just like you credit all that to the production. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of that's one thing I learned is like now people can't, it's, it's almost impossible to find a bad beat. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're going to find some heat everywhere. Even if the song writing them itself isn't cool, you're going to bop your head because the beat is dope. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody makes good beats now. It's crazy. It's just crazy how, it's how regular it is now. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I was thinking when I was around here, man, um, when we were walking in, 
this place, this this complex reminds me of I went to London for that King of the Dot thing. Oh uh, yeah. And I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, the type of the the area like we the in. market with like yeah, a, but it had all of these and it looked it, it looked just like this. Yeah, many people um, from overseas been saying that to me too, and this is like something I've never seen in North America. But like apparently, like this is like big in Europe where they'll get like so to explain to people listening, um, talks you in all these different spaces around it. They're almost like these. Um, shipping containers like pimped out to the max like, yeah. with nice windows and like just uh i don't know and it's like uh it's just like <clears throat> built like this little village on this land of like just this amazing market i think i could find the, um, the place that i was in too to actually compare it to it's like a certain t- it's like like in deep in london like and it's like these modular uh stores pop-up shops that kind of like it looks exactly like this when I walked in. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Were you out there for a battle too? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. It's, man, like you're so busy. You took a little time off from the battling. Yeah. Um, it, took a, it was a year. Yeah. I think we might have even talked about too. You were thinking of just like not doing it anymore. You mm-hmm. kind of lost your passion. And yeah. now it's just like, I guess I, I hear this from other people. Like once you get the itch too, it's always going to be around here and there. And Yeah. It's definitely something that's like. But being involved with it again, just as like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do a couple more, and I think I'm done again. Cause now <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I could ever come back and just do it full time for a long time because it's just, I don't know, it's just the way that it turned out for me. It was just not. But like, I'm also very much like in love with music, man. It's it's just something that I I want to put all my time into. Yeah, and obviously, how people have been gravitating to your music too. It's like it feels like it's meant to be too. Yeah, it feels it like we're all along. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I can even tell how you speak about it too. Dude, it's, it's like a certain like fire and like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. I uh, I've been working on this uh this project and it's it, it it's honestly my best work so far, man. And I, I I've been worried about creating something that's going to be kind of like an experience for people. Mm-hmm. But this one is, I think this one's the one where I think we got one, man. Oh, I'm excited. So Very like you, you mentioned experience. Is there like an overall concept of uh, what you're doing? Are you making an EP, an um, album? or uh, It's a full album. Yeah. I, um, I'm trying to learn from the past two projects and then like just everything that I'm doing with like my songs. The first album uploaded was more about a collection of emotions. And those emotions stem from what I was feeling within the past, like, what, like four or five years Mm -hmm. that it took to make the album. I was going through a whole bunch through that time period. Delgado was more of me getting in touch with myself, my family, and the things that I loved and giving people, like, a hip-hop project that was a a mixtape, you know? So, like, that was, like, wanted to give them something like as hey this is the progress i made mm-hmm. but it was less of an experience for people if this was just hey a collection of of songs that i hope you guys like but this one uh the album's called a beautiful night to die and uh i want it to take place in a, a situation of where a person gets their heart broken and they spiral downward into depression but also learn how to get themselves up out of it you know, so it's like a story of like pain, loss, 
and like regaining your strength and, and believing in yourself and then seeing your value, your worth, you know? I could already tell. I can relate <laughs> to this one. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Plus with you like writing lyrics and like, I know you like, uh, you got your team of people who make the beats and shit like yeah. that too. Like, oh, you just got me really excited for this. And Dude, I, I also have some exclusives for you. When we're, when we're done with this, I'll show you whatever I got and everything. Oh, but, nice yeah. little teasers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, it's, 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 crazy the type of vibe that i've learned you know to kind of hone for this project but it's also kind of like i don't know like i I, it's making me fall in love with making music again because i'll hear something and then i'll just dude i've i've went berserk listening to beats like the the past week before i got here Mm -hmm. i was just hitting up producers uh like on my team trying to see like hey man what do you have for the album what do you have for the album then I know which one I want when I listen to it. And I'm like, whoa, like I literally jumped out of my seat for some of these beats. And, and it was just like, okay, yeah, I got to get in my mode, you know? Yeah. That's wicked. And, um, when you get that feeling like the, that rush, like this is the one, what kind of happens to you mentally? Does it start, do you start thinking of like things to rhyme or just like, does like maybe a beat remind you of something that turns into like a concept or, Kind of everything, yeah. all of the above. Like when I listen to my boy Young Nothing, he's based out in uh, in Cali, in Los Angeles. Actually, no, Pasadena, sorry. And he uh, came from um, Utah. He sent me one of the beats. We were on Facetime. He sent me one of the beats. I opened up the pack. Um, what while we were on Facetime, and just listened to every beat that he sent me. And the way I kind of go about it was, I just freestyle as I'm listening to it. Just if I could think of a cool bounce concept or whatever and um then we'd move on song by song and once one beat played and i'm like bro like what the fuck yeah. i'm like dude what is this and he's like he like starts smiling on facetime and then yeah. I, um and then i start thinking of a, of a melody and everything but then i'm i'm like really liking the melody that i'm thinking of for this one but it was also the vibe of it it's like this light guitar dark sound is super moody and i was just that's what i'm looking for for the project dark moody something that kind of puts you in a space yeah yeah and i started just i was like yo bro i'm gonna have to hang up i'm gonna write oh perfect yeah wrote the song in 30 minutes and i was done holy shit yeah as soon as i like i knew that that was the one once i was like bro i have to hang up i have to talk to you later i'm gonna write right now and then i finished it yeah i always love like um that moment like when i'm doing like other projects or whatever you get hit with that inspiration mm-hmm. and it's almost like feels like you're on drugs in a way it's just <laughs> like this weird fucking rush and you can't explain it or like even like where it's coming from it's almost feels like there's like a different like conscious like making you a conductor <laughs> to like what and like you mentioned like you wrote that in like 30 minutes which is insane too or like i know some people like they'll like have a beat and they're just like they'll sit on it for a month and just keep tweaking different words around and stuff like that and you just like laid it down <laughs> yeah dude and then um, it's kind of started i started getting like a little worried writing songs because like sometimes i'll start a song and then i'll have only the first verse and then the hook ready try to get back to it the next day can't write a second verse next day still can't and it goes and this just sits there for months and it's a lot of the songs that i've been working on have been like that so now whenever i get that spark i cancel my plans 
I'm just like, like that day I was supposed to go do something, but then I started writing and I was like, bro, I'm either going to be late or I'm not going to come out because I have to write the song. And so I just fucking banged out the song. I was like, yes, I got it all while I was inspired. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, I was like, dude, I can't, I can't waste time with this one. That's good that you do that too. Um, I kind of took a break from doing like the comedy stuff, but while I was like really into it, like doing a lot of like different open mics and shit like that, I remember I'd have times where like I'll get that spark Mm -hmm. and then I wouldn't fully follow through. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to write this down like a point and I'm like, I'll remember the, the rest Go back to it a few days later. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't even know what this means. <laughs> but <laughs> but I knew it was good. And like it's like bugging me. And it's like, I don't know. Is that, that's like almost good advice too. Like for people like at home, no matter what your yeah. project or passion is. It's like once you get in that zone, like that's like a gift, you know. Yeah. It, you go for it. Like and that's, It's just, it also like, you know, you just know how much, how, how much you take it seriously once you start dedicating time to it. Like if you, if you feel that. Nothing can be more important than that creative process. You gotta you gotta sit there and, and live in that for a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like I know life moves around so much, but bro, even when I used to work at like a pet store, and I would um, I'd be dude. I used to it was the most morbid job <laughs> working at a pet store. You'd <laughs> really, think, you'd think, so dude, you'd think working at a pet store would be so fun and just pure, but I went in and every day. Something was dead. Something <laughs> every day. Like I experienced death way more than my than the military. <laughs> like, like I walk, like I walk in. There's like dead fish. There's dead mice because we had feeder mice and stuff. And so oh, like yeah. I had to clean all this. I had to clean tanks. I had to. So every day it was just I felt like blah. You know, gross. So I'm just like there. And then I'll think of a melody. And I had like my smartwatch at the time. So sometimes while I'm washing the thing, I'll have my smartwatch recording. And I'll sing melodies into it. Or like if I think of a fire bar, I'll say the bar into my watch and record that and then oh, come back cool, to it when cool. I get off of work. And it's just like sometimes I hit like a streak and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm going to take my break real quick. I'm going to go and just write real quick and just banged out of the battle. I, that's how I wrote for Saint. That's how I wrote for Nestle. That's how I did. Oh, yeah. those are like your biggest two like in yeah. a way too. <laughs> I yeah. was washing tanks. <laughs> I was <laughs> washing fucking fish tanks yeah. doing that. <laughs> wow. And then you're like on like two of the biggest battle rap pay-per-views. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always like cool to like I hear stories like behind like, the scenes. Behind the scenes. So that whole like little spurt right there. We got the behind the scenes of a pet store. It's not all like happy puppies the whole time. There's a there's some scary shit, Dude, morbid stuff. My least favorite part of that job was cleaning the birds, the bird, the bird cages. Yeah, yeah. Man, Were I they... wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> like, were some of them like vicious? Like no, like around? the birds were cool. They were always just scared, but it was just cleaning the the, the cages. Those guys would just fucking machine gun rapid fire shit everywhere. And I was just like, come on. Like, I am I just did this yesterday. I did this the day before. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just fucking close them up. All right. Just chill out. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> you know, but it was just so bad, man. Like, I, I just, when I got the job, you know, I, you know, I still um, I still need to get a new job. Like. I was working at GameStop and a bunch of different places. GameStop is the best place to work. It's like it's like EB games out here, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's even EB has like a little GameStop logo. I think they're like kind of yeah, because like it's, sub- it's a subsidiary of GameStop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that's connected to your interests. You love video games, bro. It's yeah. my. It's one of the few things that I love just as much as I love music. Like I, it's part of like who I am. Video games, man. And um, so like, 
bro, just this jobs. Like I got so excited when I um got offered the job because I was like, I love animals. Who wouldn't want to work at a pet store? Yeah, yeah. No, never, <laughs> dude, never. <laughs> Unless it's some high end, fancy. You're in like fucking where you're selling like five hundred dollar pet food. You don't go, bro, because you're just never gonna get out of there. <laughs> you're never gonna get out of there. <laughs> That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, actually, uh, I want to plug something from a recent guest. Uh, the other week, we had a comedian in re- named Rebecca Reeds, and uh, she got a new album out called Buddy. And lots of her content is like working these odd jobs, talking about like rage quitting and shit like that. And just like how in retail, there's always like the one manager who like thinks he's like God. But it, it's like, yo, you work at like Walmart. It's yeah, like, take their jobs way too seriously, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to hear your perspective of the pet store and everything, too. So like now I'm imagine next time I watch that Nestle battle or something I'm gonna think of you like cleaning a tank. And- <laughs> That's you, like you, the you worst gotta, way to watch that. You, you, yeah, I know. You got to think too, like we're like with all these other rappers too. It's just like they had to sit down somewhere and write that or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of them are they're talking about like being in hoods, popping gats and shit like that. But really, like who knows? Yeah. It could have been in, the, in their grandma's basement. And yeah, like- I was just on my break outside of a pet store. <laughs> It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. It's chilling, bro. Yeah. And speaking of battling, you're going to San Jose too soon. Too, yes. Right? Yes. I'm battling SM, my boy. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Lately, I've just only been battling people that I'm friends with. That's just how it's been. Now, my next battle after that, I actually don't think I can announce that, but I'm going to be battling another friend of mine. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why can't I just battle somebody that I don't like? <laughs> is the one after that in New York again? No, 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 no. Oh, you're all over the place. So you can't even say this one. I can tell yeah, by the look like, on your face. Uh, more like the Midwest. All right. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually excited for uh, your SM battle, too. Because so, um, some people listen to this and they don't, like, follow that scene or mm-hmm. whatever. And SM is such a fucking character. Dude, like, so to cool. explain him, he's like, he's like a guy who doesn't try and it's awesome yeah it's like he's almost invincible it's like somebody can be out. trying like so hard and he'll make you look like an idiot because he doesn't care and <laughs> he's really good at that yeah, I, yeah. I, I have to try my hardest to kind of like hone in on being as aggressive as possible to try and break through that but also not caring as much to like disappear yeah yeah you know? like i don't know it, it's gonna be definitely a, a challenge but also you know that's that's my boy. I'm a big fan of him. So it's like, fuck, mm-hmm. how am I going to... I My biggest challenge here is figuring out what to say to him because I'm such a big fan. Yeah. Like, how 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 am I going to, like, belittle you when I think you're fucking awesome? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? It's so frustrating because that's what it's been with all of the people I've been battling. They're all my friends. They're all people I'm big fans of. How am I going to tell you you suck when you're fucking great? <laughs> yeah, you got to take, like, another angle or whatever. Yeah. He's... He's interesting too. It's almost like um, in kung fu, like so unorthodox. Drunken, it's like drunken the drunken master. master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just its own thing. And you told me a couple of things you were going to say to him the other day, and it was really funny. Oh. I feel like uh, even that league uh, battle of the Zay, they're like uh, kind of embrace the debauchery and just mm. like fun times. Dirtbag Dan, a buddy of mine who runs it, like shout outs to you. I'm 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 excited. Like, I, like this is like a genius matchup, you and Esom. It's gonna yeah, be like dude. entertaining no matter what. It was what. suggested to, for it to happen in Oakland, uh, for the town business card. Oh yeah, King yeah. Dot. They you know fell through with that, 
But Dan was just like, yo, we're going to make this happen, bro. Let's <laughs> let's do it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, fit, let's go. Yeah. So it's, it's just good to see it happen because uh, it's, it's overdue. It's overdue. But I'm glad mm-hmm. we both kind of got time to build ourselves up and then make it worth being one of like the main event yeah, battles, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's good. I, he came down for beast mode to, uh, like the other year, and I shot him. And uh, one thing made me laugh so much. He, he was almost like doing like gun bars, but he's he like Sweeney. He battled my boy Sweeney there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he said uh, he said something like referring to a gun, like like uh, clip with the extendo. Like uh, like like my seatbelt. He's a bigger guy too. <laughs> and then he said right after it, after everybody like the laughter dies down. He's like, I wrote that on the plane ride here. <laughs> like just like so nonchalant. Like I'm not even trying. Like, <laughs> yo, I have no, oh, the, the thing is him and his uh, conversational rebuttals. is just. How he is, his demeanor is what's gonna kill me because I don't know how serious I could be in those situations. I'm just gonna laugh my ass off. Like in his uh, recently, uh, he came out to battle on I battle, so he was in New York with us. And during Dunch versus Mike P, he was just in the back ad libbing everything. Like it was <laughs> like, yo, yeah. round two, it's on Dunch. He's like, take your shirt off, Dunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like it was just a bunch of funny stupid things they'll say in the background or like fucking someone said a fire bar he runs in front of the camera slams his jacket on the ground and walks away <laughs> and Dunch said some bar he goes make him uncomfortable and he just it's just so funny how energetic he could be when he's not battling yeah yeah he just almost like steal the show on the footage even though he's just like uh, an audience member as well yeah dude this is just a whole we love SM podcast yeah right yeah I'm gonna have to like just <laughs> thank change you. my whole route <laughs> thank you thank you SM for being the most difficult person I've ever had to write for it yeah <laughs> It's, yeah, see, he doesn't even try, and he's making it out on podcasts, and every people are talking about him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just it, I feel like it's just like some people got that it factor, that comedic genius yeah. too, and it's something you can't teach. You know, yeah, I'm trying to see him on King of the Dot more. Mm-hmm. Like you know, his 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 debut on the main stage wasn't uh, the best, but he could. Um, you know, I feel like they didn't really give him much of a chance to bounce back. He needs to, you know, when he gets back there, bro. I feel like they're going to love him. They're going to fall in love with him, bro. Yeah, yeah. He does need that second chance, too. It's almost like, um, I know it's it's interesting to see that, too, where that style works in, like, the small bars and the crowd and, like, just kind of, like, the rugged leagues. But then once he's on, like, this pristine stage and stuff, and I think, like, even a lot of the the fans there are kind of casuals as well. They they didn't understand what's going on or what his character was. And And he's... (laughs) It's so funny seeing people like outsiders not understand what's going on, <laughs> especially with someone like him where he just it, his his style when he's doing the not trying thing goes so well with battle rappers because we understand what he's doing. You mm-hmm. know, I can only imagine someone like on the outside, like what is going on? Like what's happening? Like, have you ever have you ever heard of Notch? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Notch. Yeah. What do you? That's my that's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's mad good. Yeah. It's just so fun to imagine what outsiders to battle rap think when they watch his battles. Yeah, it's really interesting. Or just yeah. I battle in general, the league of just we're just full of a bunch of random shit. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, early days of King of the Dot. 
it's just like everybody's just like their own character in a way. Like there should be a cartoon of <laughs> I battle. <laughs> like, Funny enough, every time whenever there's like a, a crazy battle of the night, we have our dude Martin. Um, Martin draws, if I, you know, just a little plug. But he um, he draws the thumbnails for the battle, but in cartoon form. So everyone has their own little cartoon version of themselves. Oh no way! I gotta follow so this dude, guy. So yeah. dope, bro! Like uh, fucking, he did Mulips versus Nodge, and they had like their own. It was so cool, so cool. Yeah, we we gotta get uh, him a budget to animate these things out and stuff. That would be, be so crazy, yeah. dude. That'd be insane. Yeah, and different, but expensive, and you <laughs> yeah. know, <laughs> battle rap. We're on a budget and everything. Let me dream. Let me dream. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is cool to just catch up a little bit. Like, hell yeah! I'm excited for the new stuff. You're gonna be touring around doing some battles all over the world yeah you know we're actually prepping an actual tour like i'm trying to move across the east coast first test the waters and then for the album for when the album releases i'm trying to cross country nice nice and no doubt you got to do a toronto show as well too it's like uh, there's like i know you're not here all the time um but yeah you will be and there's a lot of people around here who fuck with your music, like real talk, man. Dude, <laughs> just... and yeah, that's it's man, it's it's crazy because I like I check my analytics and stuff on Spotify, mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot of love in Toronto, man, and that means a lot to me because I fucking love this city. Like, it, this place is, it feels like home, you know. So just yeah. to know that I got the support, the love there makes me want to do more. Fuck like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, well, it was good to have you back on the thing. Good and, to be back, man. And yeah, we're gonna do this more often. <laughs> Cheers, gang, man. Gang. She call me late night, shawty what you want, yeah We ain't link up in a couple months, well I've been alright, you been in the slum, yeah Shit is different from when we was young, but now you in town, looking for the one, yeah Already knew the motive from the jump, she call me late night, tryna have fun Cause that's all a nigga good for, you ready? You're my love, my love, my love What else you want from me? What else you want from me? You ready? Got my love, my love, my love. What else you want from me? What else you want from me? Uh, so one time, tell the world, stop, flex, run it. Say that bullshit for your next, beloved. You're blowing up my phone with them tags for nothing. You always come back for the sex, you love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about the details, uh. Bring that shit back like it's retail, uh. Fuck all of the messages, uh, the only thing I'm clicking is the seatbelt Swerve, cause lately you been acting like a bird Words, you lucky I ain't kicking to the curb Heard that you be with some nigga from the birds But the shit ain't work out, so you back to your first Hurts, but now a nigga used to it though I just moved through it, cruising in the coupe, moving slow Yeah, I'm used to it, it ain't me and you anymore At least not until you need something You ready? Got my love, my love, my love What else you want from me? What else you want from me? Yeah. You ready? Got my love, my love, my love. What else you want from me? What else you want from me? Yeah. I go down and I Late 
nights when she know I'm home. Yeah, take advantage of when I'm alone. I know it's alright, cause baby, yeah, we grown. Yeah, well, you ain't doing nothing on your own. And now you see me following my dream. Yeah, I used to do this shit for you and me. She called me late nights just so she could see. Me. 